1: ramble hello and welcome to this episode of you can sit with us i'm one of your hosts matt i'm here with maggie hello becky hello rachel hello and of course rainy hey (laughs) how is everyone doing today
2: we're good. We're Whoa. good. It's just coming off a hot weekend.
1: Ooh, a hot was weekend. A hot hot take. weekend.
2: What'd you hot do, Because week wow. I did not do anything hot. Oh. I just oh. needed an adjective, <laughs> and it was there. Um, um let's see. <laughs> I went to the flea market. And then Uh-oh. I had dinner with Zach's grandmother. Aw, Grammy. Hot, hot. hot. The flea market granny. Yeah. granny. Um, my so weekend fun. was filled with hot
0: gossip, as <gasps> Rachel and Matt both learned, because I broke down the Vanderpump Rules drama oh my oh. for them. I I've didn't sent even know truth. any of the key players. And now two Ooh. Toms. Two Toms.
1: <sighs> Tom Toms.
0: I've sent Tom-toms. multiple like voice memos to Keith whenever there's an update. Hector David Dang's boyfriend is the only person I know, other than my best friend Hannah, that still watches the show. No way! So I've been texting with him and Quasi's wife, Courtney.
2: Mm-hmm. So it sixty seconds on the clock. Give me, give it to me. Oh. Go can you? Do you think you can do it in sixty seconds? I could do it. I think I could do it in a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. All
0: right, so Vanderpump Rules. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna start.
2: I'm gonna start it. Oh yeah, okay, let me time it. Maybe
0: two minutes. No, two no, no. minutes. Oh, 60 no, sixty
2: seconds. She said. But and. there's got to be
0: a lot of background if you've never seen the show. <laughs> I just
3: want to see how far you get in one minute. Okay, okay, ready. So, like, one, or two? New, one New
0: stuff has happened. One. Like there's new updates every day that we're learning. Huh. <gasps> It's ever evolving,
2: and whatever's go. applicable. OK, so
0: Vanderpump Rolls is a spin-off show from the Real Housewives, the real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Lisa Vanderpump owned yep. a bunch of restaurants., yep. so at her first restaurant, or not her first restaurant, but the first restaurant, the show's based on Sir, yep. there were these two ser- there was a server named Tom, and then his best friend also named Tom. They you know, years pass, they make their own restaurant Tom, called Tom, Tom.. Tom. Yep. Then they go on to make a new restaurant called Schwartz and Sandy, based on their last name, Tom Schwartz, Tom Sandoval. Now, throughout the years, they have met many people in their lives. Uh-huh. Yeah, One person is DJ James Kennedy. He is this British DJ. Um, oh, everyone on the show is problematic also. They're all, they're all bad people. This is true trash TV. Um, DJ James Kennedy was dating a girl named Raquel. Raquel did beauty pageants. She is currently like 29 years old. Same what? Huh? Oh, yeah. No. She did beauty pageants. Um, in this latest season, Tom Schwartz, our first Tom, there was a rumor going around because he and his wife, Katie, just got a divorce. So the whole new season about is about sort of their divorce, how they're working on it. Oh, man. Oh. I didn't
2: even get to the drama. <laughs> okay, you can okay, keep, right, keep going. Okay. Yeah, okay. You so, get
1: one more minute.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I just they, wanted to see how far you could get. Not I, that literally, far. There's just so much background that you have to uh-huh. know to know how insane this was. How juicy
1: it is, you mean. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it also made Side me go note, like, Side note, should oh. we
3: have dinner at TomTom?
1: No. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> We do not support. We do not stand. We're a team, Ariana, in this house. Oh, sorry. So what happened was Tom Schwartz, Tom Schwartz, and Tom uh, Sandoval, BFFs. Uh, Tom Schwartz divorces Katie, or Katie asked for a divorce. They get a divorce. Um, there's a rumor going around last year, Coachella, 2022, Uh-huh. Twenty
2: 2022, mm-hmm. I
0: think, um, that Tom Schwartz and Raquel DJ James Kennedy's beauty pageant ex-fiance made out and people <gasps> saw it. So the internet dun, dun, dun. was a buzz. This is but Katie's then, husband? Katie's ex-husband at the time. Okay. So now a tweet goes out. Guys, Tom Schwartz wasn't even at Coachella. So everyone moves on. We're like, okay, whatever. The whole point of this new season is that Raquel is trying to like make out with Tom Schwartz. She just like kind of wants to hook up with him, which in real life we know did allegedly happen at Sheena, not Sheena Shea anymore, Sheena, I don't know what her last name is, uh, at her wedding. They did hook up.
3: Yeah. I am hanging on by a thread. By a thread. Okay, so a there's another of, I don't girl. Really there's a lot of there's people. There's another
0: gal in the mix. Her name is Ariana. She is, uh-huh. I would say, the least problematic of all of the cast members. She said the least problematic things. She is very openly. She's bisexual. She's very openly um, LGBTQIA. Loves, uh-huh. talks about rights and things like that. Like she is a, we like her. We're a fan. She's dating Tom Sandoval for almost nine years now. The relationship did nine start years. with them. Tom Sandoval cheating on his girlfriend, Kristen Doty at the time. Okay. You know, so it started on a basis not great. of not so good. Not so good. You guys, a bombshell happened last Why? weekend. Wednesday night. Let me set the scene. We're at Tom Sandoval's show. He has a cover band, which I think is embarrassing. Um, Ariana <laughs> is at his show. She's vibing. She's dancing. She's loving. This is her nine-year partner. Nine-year partner. Okay. They own a house together. Okay. Um, they own dogs together. Uh-huh. She doesn't want to get married ever. She's, like, not into marriage. So uh-huh. that's where they're at. Um, Tom Sandoval's phone. Somehow she gets a hold of Tom Sandoval's phone. I don't know if he puts it down or whatever. She goes to the bathroom and she's looking. She went and looked at, like, I don't know. She was scrolling through it. I don't know, maybe looking for she a picture or something. She went to the bathroom to scroll through his phone? Yeah, I don't she's know. She's sus. Or, or she's looking for, I not do that she's sus, phone. I'm she's like, sus you took him. a cute picture of me last week. Where is it? Uh-huh. And I'll grab his phone. She finds a video <laughs> of a screen record. From Tom Sandoval, her uh-huh. boyfriend of nine years, uh-huh. and Raquel, DJ James Kenny's ex-girlfriend. And Raquel is doing mature things in this video. Then it is revealed. Naked things? Yes. Then uh. it's revealed. There are other saucy text messages from uh. them. And now we find out they've been having an almost six to seven month affair. And the Tom that made out with Raquel at Coachella, everybody got the wrong Tom. It was Tom Sandoval because he was at Coachella. Because everyone was just as confused as I am. Everyone thought it was Tom Schwartz, but it was Tom Sandoval. So now the drama is people are like writing bad reviews over their restaurants. The cast, there is no PR team hired. No no. PR team. Maybe Raquel has one because she hasn't spoken out yet. Tom Sandoval (laughs) has written an insanely bad apology on like a notes app. The restaurants have written an insanely bad apology on a notes app. Lala Kent and Sheena and Kristen Doty are just all over their socials saying all sorts of things. And now every day a new thing comes out. Allegedly they were both wearing these necklaces that had lightning bolts on them to signal their love. Allegedly they are in love and will be continuing this relationship onward. (laughs) Again, everything is alleged at this time, but Tom Sandoval did confirm in his notes app apology that shit went down. Mm. It's fucking chaos. Tom Sandoval is also 39 and she's 29. There's like a little bit of an age difference there. Uh-huh. And one time Lala called Raquel a Bambi-eyed, <laughs> Bambi-eyed bitch. So people are using oh. Bambi-eyed bitch a lot again back in vernacular. Oh boy. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? Oh, the even more crazy part. It was all caught on film. <laughs> they were in the middle of filming, I think, for next season. And the producers have already come out and said, because Andy Cohen's like, how many parts is too many parts for a reunion show? Because they did like, I think last season they did like four part reunion. Like it was insane. Um, but they, cameras were on, they're contractually obligated to film and to talk about things. And they're talking about, the producers are saying, we're going to nix the last two episodes of the current season of Vanderpump Rules. And swap them out for what we have currently learned. So then, when we go into the reunion, everyone will be like fighting. F- well, everyone will everyone know. be fighting. I mean, there's no way people like fans of the show don't know about this information right now because it's so. What
1: well, they do now, Becky?
0: Chaotic.
1: Thanks to Becky. <laughs> do they, you think everyone about you guys?
0: I like screamed. Paul's husband. Te- or Paul's husband. Nick's husband. <laughs> Paul, Paul texted me. Courtney and I were DMing. It was a whole. The Bravo world is. Exploding. Shattered by this news. And of course, everyone is hashtag team Ariana. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nuts?
1: Yeah.
0: Isn't that bonkers? I liked how there was like a whole sex tape too. <gasps> the sec- Well, and you know what? It's actually <laughs> not, it's not the first time on the show that somebody has been on video doing, I don't, I don't know, there's, there's not like little kids that listen to this, right? Like basically the video was of them masturbating. And like, it's not the first time that's happened on the show.
2: Got a thing? Yes. Why are people
3: sending
0: videos? I mean, at least like cut your face off. Yeah. Make it non-identifiable. If you're a certain level of famous, but it's not bonkers. And the show Bad. has not been relevant in about two or three years. <laughs> this is this is like season one, season two level deception and chaos. What season are they on now? (gasps) And Jonathan, yes. Jonathan, who works here, um, actually worked on a season. Should we bring him in?
3: I was like, (laughs) how are we involving sweet (laughs) Jonathan in this?
0: I did debate (laughs) being like, Jonathan, you want to come talk about Bravo? (laughs) Jonathan worked on a spinoff show of Vanderpump Rules Um. called Jackson, Britney, Take Kentucky. And it was where Jackson, Britney, who are also very problematic and not on the show anymore, went home. Uh, to her hometown of Kentucky, and did what? And did what? they hung out with Mima. They hung out with her mom. <laughs> Mima was the grandma. They but made they a beer like cheese. Lived, they just like
1: lived in Kentucky. For
0: yeah, cool. yeah, cool. Yeah, and worked on so their like issues. A different culture. Mm. Yeah, they worked on their issues and stuff. And Jonathan one day was telling me all about it. So Whoa. we had about an hour long conversation about Vanderpump Rules. Hmm isn't this chaos you guys
1: so that was definitely more than a minute (laughs) (laughs) so sorry
0: you surpassed last time it is (laughs) all is all of my tiktok it is all of my instagram it is all of my it is like on every media that i follow you're being
1: served a lot of of content content.
0: a lot of content there's a lot of new like (sighs) some stuff is misinformation and like i said everything is alleged please don't sue me yeah everything is alleged (laughs)
3: <laughs> we are not a Bravo news source. We're not a Bravo yeah. news
0: source. I would go to someone like Danny Pellegrino to listen to that, Everything Iconic. Yeah. I would go to Hannah Brown. You heard um, it here first. I would, yeah, I would, I would pick other people other than me to be your Bravo source of inspiration. Inspiration. But it's fucking juicy.
3: I knew so little about Vanderpup Rules that way early on when the channel first started, we wanted to do this dog grooming competition. <gasps> at mm. Vanderpup. And we accidentally <laughs> did it at Vanderpup. And by accidentally, I just meant that I had no idea that it had anything to do with Vanderpump
0: rules when we worked with them. <laughs> um, and on the opposite end of the spectrum, Keith was like, guess where we're going? And I was like, tell me if you see anyone. <laughs> tell me if Lisa's there with Jiggy. Aww. She called Jiggy, R.I.P., a. Uh, a little sex monster. Yeah. Wow. It oh was, so was he a cute. horny dog? <laughs> no, he literally looked like he was stuffed and dead. He yeah, had like
1: no hair time. and stuff, yeah. No,
0: he had only hair. He was like a fluffy like Pomeranian. I thought that's why he had a But she clothes. would hold him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that he was a, shaved under there. I thought he had like alopecia Sheep?
1: and that's why we he had to wear clothes and stuff. Top head. Oh.
3: They yeah. had really cute dogs. Chicky. Those puppies were really cute. Well, guys,
0: that's all the tea that I have for you mm. about Vanderpump Rules for wow. now. That's a lot
3: of tea. For
0: now. It's that's ever evolving. Everything is alleged. We'll see you on TikTok. With we'll your, see you on TikTok. Um, a microphone. <laughs> we'll give yeah. you an update once the reunion comes out. Just... Whoa. If you are into Back, you trash TV. The reunion. Yeah. I was like, This I is the ask- only trash TV show I watch where I'm like, this is actually like rotting my brain, but mm. I can't stop. It's been 10 years. <laughs> What's a reunion for? Because don't they all know each other and like live their lives together? The reunion comes out after the whole season is aired and they do oh, so confessionals. They've all seen it. They've all seen it. So every once in a while, someone will be like, you called me a bitch. In your confessional. <laughs> like, in your confessional. Okay. And, and they'll uh, talk about it. Or things happen like this in between the end of the season and the – um, or the mm-hmm. end of filming and the new season. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a gap where they aren't filming. So, so things they, can happen.
3: Because they're still living their lives. Yeah. So what, what
1: reality TV do you watch then, Rachel? If you're not watching Vanderpump.
3: If you're not watching the VP. I – These days, I pretty much only, only, only watch Love Island.
1: Oh, Love Island!
3: There's not a current season. I I mean, I've seen it, but um, (laughs) it was last year. But Love Island UK is Mm -hmm. yeah, the best. I love (laughs) it. What's the premise of Love Island? 10 sexy strangers <laughs> enter the villa.
1: 10 60 strangers <laughs> enter the villa. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. that hot new bombshell. enters yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the villa this week. <laughs>
3: Thank you, TikTok. Um, it's a bunch of sexy strangers with hot <laughs> British accents <laughs> who come into a villa looking for love and they pair up right away and then they repair as they figure out who they want to be with. Looks and then bombshells come in and can like break them up and... <gasps>
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And then at the end, it's like what couples are left standing. And then one one couple can win money. But it really doesn't feel like it's about the competition of it all. It feels like it's about mm-hmm. like finding someone. The
1: backstabbing drama.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there is that. Well, there's Casa Amor. What's <gasps> that? Oh. Is that where people hanky-panky? Oh, no. They hanky-panky the whole time. It's the most <gasps> sex positive <laughs> show I've ever seen. Oh. I love it.
2: Wait, what's Casa Amor? Is it a location so, that? Or is it a show?
3: It is a event within the show. Okay, Mm. An
0: orgy.
3: (laughs) It's not an orgy. (laughs) It is not an orgy. Okay, so they come in and they couple up right away. And then they're like recoupling sort of all the time. And you'll see who sticks together and who's like floundering, kind of recoupling with whoever, right? Mm -hmm. And when new people come in, other people recouple and people get voted out sort of. Mm -hmm. And about halfway through the show or three-fourths of the way through the show, once you really have – like tried and true couples across the board and like new people come in and new people go right back out. Cause everyone sort of found the person they're vibing with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one morning without warning, they take either all the women or all the men and they cart them off to Casa Amor with no like heads up to anyone. The other people discover that they're gone and then they <laughs> dump, they kidnap them, <laughs> they kidnap them, they go to Casa Amor and then there's one villa with just the women, one villa with just the men, and they dump 10 new people in each villa. 10 new men with the women and 10 new women with the men. (gasps) And they have no... Idea how long they're going to be there. Oh, and they encourage God. them. They play games where they have to kiss them to like win things and stuff. And they push and push. And Shaky. if drama doesn't start happening during those games, <laughs> they'll take photo stills and they'll send them as postcards to the <gasps> other villa. That sounds of, like
2: not a more. This is like really
3: is stirring
1: the pot. Of
3: other really people. Oh, not yeah. <laughs> a more. Not a more. Of their significant other <laughs> kissing. And then. They have to decide on their own before they see them again, are they going to stick with a new person or go back to the old person? And then they have this whole ceremony. So they're all sitting there either single or coupled up. And the people from Casa Amor walk in one at a time. And if they have a partner and you don't, you're now single. But if you have a partner and they don't, they're now single and can be ousted. Or you both have new partners or you're both single and you chose each other. But you have no idea With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer, they've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It is Brutal and brilliant Aww. and so good. And sometimes Talk about
1: rejection. This rejection. be a little a of like he bit of a little bit of a and he'll like all single
3: of he'll like rechoose his girl he's been with the of show and he of be like yeah baby to of course I had to come back to you I had to come back to you and then they'll of a the girl from the other one who he was making out <laughs> with and kissing and then she'll get together the have like literally tea or lemonade or wine mm. or whatever with the old girlfriend and be like yeah no we were sleeping in the same bed every night. He was kissing me. He told Uh, me he was going to bring me back and then he didn't at the last second.
0: (gasps) Whoa. Drama. Drama,
3: drama, drama. User.
2: User It's really good.
0: It's
3: really good. And the most brilliant part about the whole show is there are no camera ops. There are no producers sitting there being like, and what did you think, Matt? It's all um, on remote heads, like all the cameras all around and the confessionals are on this like remote thing and everything's really, so they start to feel like I think they start to forget more than other shows that they're being filmed Mm -hmm. because there's like people aren't hosting these ceremonies. Sometimes the host comes in, but often not often everything's done on like a closed circuit text message. So everyone will get a text being like, and now tell everyone this it's time for a recoupling ceremony or whatever. Mm. So like without that, like manipulative interference, there's also like
1: no rules. Yeah. There are basically no rules.
3: People are having sex under the covers all the time. It's good, and you
2: like UK more than <laughs> Rainy's. Like, well, <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's good. Uh, yeah, the American one is trash. I hear. I've only watched the yeah, UK that's what, one. Uh,
2: that's what I've heard. Of the, the accents as well. really help. Oh,
3: <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'm sorry, they do. I do have to watch it with closed captioning on because the accents oh are God, yes. hefty.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking but of oh, reality,
1: reality behind the scenes. We got a bunch of questions from everyone about their tour, the Try Guys tour Mm -hmm. and the documentary about Mm -hmm. the tour.
0: So we're digging back into the archives. Mm -hmm. We're basically going to be looking at, in the future, different videos that obviously, you know, the boys' perspective on. They were there. They, you know, talked. You saw them. Mm -hmm. Been there, done that. Um, This is our perspective. This is what we saw. Our retrospective perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes. What do you remember most about them being on tour.
0: then being on tour.
1: So the Keith was gone.
0: I think, yeah, that Keith was <laughs> gone. And then like once you see the show, you're just like, oh, like you forget everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you kind of forget all that stress and all the stuff leading up to it where you're just like, wow, that was like so freaking good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it would be this
1: I just, big. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember like the audience just goes wild. <laughs> like so wild, like so loud. And you're like, oh, my God. Mm hmm. Like, the scale is so much bigger <laughs> than I thought it was going to be of, like, all the audiences. Like, even, like, yeah. the theaters and stuff they were in were just, like, so many people. Yeah. Like, I think that's what the screaming. I still remember the most. Yeah, all the screaming. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, you, Maggie? Mm-hmm.
2: I remember the anticipation of them going on for the first time. They had a playlist, and they had, like—I remembered uh, the countdown, and it was, like, black pink before mm-hmm. they would come on, and it'd be, like, a countdown going backwards. And I remember sitting in the audience getting really excited for the first time I watched them live— and it was crazy it I have never I, I had seen smaller performances like they've obviously pre- performed before, but seeing them on at different theaters in our hometown, internationally in New York, and being amongst friends and family, it was crazy
1: international tour
2: international <laughs> tour as international
1: well. tour yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: I do remember being in dress rehearsal and being nervous for them. Um, I remember being overly positive and I'm like, you guys, don't worry, it's going to be great, but I remember it being very rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had to make a lot of changes I think they had a set piece that they didn't end up traveling with internationally because it was like such a big thing um, but seeing them work with like a tour manager and putting it together and putting the music together and stage and all the cues was wild
1: there's just so much that goes into it yes yeah. so many pieces yes you wouldn't even think about mm-hmm. so and then also things. when you're traveling you got to redo that everywhere else, every, every place you go
2: yeah So much work. And it was like a whole crew that would travel with them in the bus that had like the set pieces and stuff and it had to go in and out. I remember Zach calling me and he'd be like, yeah, Mm -hmm. sleeping on the bus was interesting. Like, I mean, Keith, I'm sure even had a harder time. (laughs) Well, I remember
0: the first time we walked on the bus right before they left. They're like, we'll show you what it looks like. And I was like, Keith where are you going to sleep? I was like, this looks like it's big enough for me. Yeah. It's going to be on the floor. Like, I was like, you're going <laughs> to curl into a little ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every night. Yeah.
2: Apparently it was bad. one of the last like buses they, they could have possibly gotten for that oh. tour. Oh. <laughs> didn't, they didn't get the cream of the crop.
1: Yeah. No, I felt like, back because I was traveling for work so much at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I didn't get to go to a lot of the stuff that you guys went to.
2: Yeah. I know you were. I there. never saw
1: the bus. I never saw. Yeah. The dress rehearsal or anything. You didn't miss that. The, <laughs> the first time, the first one I saw was down in San Diego.
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: When we went down to San Diego and saw it. hmm. Which is, that's that was cool. And then I saw it obviously like in Australia. Yeah. yeah. So the first question is mm-hmm. how stressed were we for them and how hard were they working leading up to it?
0: I feel like they were. I mean, Keith was always gone because he did all of the music for the show. Mm-hmm. So he was working with the. Uh, i think jay who was doing the uh producing of it mm-hmm. um but even a lot of the uh audio that was pre-recorded was keith layered on keith yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it wasn't just the four boys singing it yeah. was keith filling in harmonies keith on keith for on things keith. Yeah. yeah and so i remember that was just like crazy having to go in and go into the studio all the time mm-hmm. to record and mm-hmm. obviously write the music write mm-hmm. the lyrics mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah
2: I remember Zach going with Keith to the recording studio and them having, I remember him coming back being really excited about being able to do all that together. I mm-hmm. know that was like flexing so many creativity brains.
1: I just remember Eugene was really stressed about doing his whole drag routine because mm-hmm. there was like wig reveal stuff going on. There was a lot of choreo and stuff. So he was, you know. Worried about getting all a lot of, it of projections, yeah. yeah, and yeah, there are a lot of moving elements mm-hmm. in just that one scene. So I know it was like, if one thing went wrong, oh yeah. I remember him being really disappointed that, like, his wig fell off or something mm-hmm. in the, the in the one that they had actually filmed
3: for mm. the documentary.
1: So he was like, "It wasn't my best one that ended up in the documentary." So mm-hmm. he was really upset that it's not the one that was like. Immortalized in film. Because yeah. they didn't you know? film
3: every performance no. fully. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eugene also had his coming out video at the Ugh. same time. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It just come out that um like for Pride. And then uh I believe their LA show was like mid to late June of yeah. that same mm-hmm. year. So it was yeah. literally within weeks of each other.
1: Yeah. Because that was, he like didn't sleep before that video basically for his mm-hmm. coming out video. He was just working so hard and there were so many other like people from the community that he brought in for that video. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of coordinating for that. And then also, you know, that was a whole dance routine.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: You know, it was basically mm-hmm. like a music video. So it was all, <laughs> he and he created it all himself pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. So that was a lot of work. So he just didn't sleep. He was stressed.
0: Yeah. How That's does Eugene deal with stress before big things like um,
1: this? <laughs> he drinks a lot of coffee mm-hmm. and he'll just stay up like all night for like three nights in a row and then he'll crash for like a full day. Oh my God. I feel like it's not a healthy habit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm sure you've told him, but at a certain point I, I can't come I tell him from all the you. time. He yeah. just doesn't
1: listen to me. Yeah.
2: I can't come yeah, from you. Can you help him when he's that stressed? No. Besides no. like no. set out food?
1: He'll like. He'll like complain or like talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And he just wants to talk about it. He doesn't want you to say anything. Mm.
2: Yeah. You know, how do you help Keith deal? Just, okay. What is like, I know Keith is doing Lou burger right now, Becky. Mm -hmm. How do you support Keith? Does Keith get really stressed about things like this? I don't think he gets
0: stressed so much as he feels a lot of guilt. Oh, like, I feel like that's what he deals with the Mm. most. Like right before he was going to New York, there were a lot of um switch ups that had to happen with the schedule. And so Keith, when he was originally gonna be home more, was filming every single day for Try Guys and then had to do Lou Burger afterwards and then and then came back and Keith time. Oh, you felt no. deprioritized. I was de- oh definitely. But I also Been there. that's his like that's his job, that's his work. But like passion. I think the way that I help him is just by not adding to the stress. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just try and take as much off his plate when mm-hmm. he's doing these things. Like before the tour, before Lou Berger went off Broadway, right. I, you know, try and do more. Okay, I put out some of your clothes that I know you're going to want to take, or I'll mm-hmm. do this, that, and the other, and not really. I guess I, I try Here's not your take skin it, cover p- Yeah, Here's your hair products. <laughs> yeah, I try to not take it personally if we don't get a lot of time to spend together because mm-hmm. I know. Like like he's you've had 15 years,
1: okay? Right. I'm
0: like he's living his dream. What am I gonna do? Like,
1: yeah.
0: be mad that he's doing what he's always wanted to do with his whole life? Like, it makes me happy to see him yeah. succeeding and mm-hmm. getting to do these things. Totally. Yeah. But yeah. I know it definitely like makes him feel heavy.
3: Yeah, he feels a lot of responsibility for uplifting the different people in his lives, Mm -hmm. which he says in the tour documentary, in case you haven't seen it, he says, you know, I've done certain things with my life, but how am I going to support Lou Berger while also supporting Try Guys, while also supporting Becky? How can I do all the things and be enough for all the people? And even the fact that he would ask that just
0: makes him the biggest sweetheart that ever lived. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I think he thinks about his main goal i think because other people helped him so much in life mm-hmm. when he was struggling is how can he help other people how can he mm-hmm. uplift other people in their craft or mm-hmm. right. if he's successful with something how can he use that success to right. help the other projects he's working on yeah for his you know friends that don't have multi-million view <laughs> videos mm-hmm. with a built-in fan base mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. so yeah but how do deal with uh, the like the tour bus the dancing I mean chronic pain that is no fucking joke
2: yeah he I mean he je- typically has like a great outlook on how he handles stress but there were times where he would crack and I, I he's very much like an external processor so just being there to listen to him obviously I ask him and check in with him constantly on like what can I do right now to help take a little bit of your load off. I know that Mm -hmm. the book release was close to the tour, and then they were also working on the documentary simultaneously Uh, and making sure they got footage for that. mm -hmm. But chronic pain-wise, I mean, performing, traveling was a lot for him. Making sure that he was eating well and taking care of himself was always hard. But just... I feel like frequent check-ins and making sure that he's just doing the bare minimum that he needs to do to take care of himself so then he can show up. And But I remember like seeing him run across stage and like he loves performing. So ultimately I think that gave him a lot of creative output and he enjoys doing things like that. So I think it was also um, almost like medicine for him because he likes – being a creative person and mm-hmm. flexing that brain, but also making sure that he's not in too much pain.
0: Mm. How did you guys communicate during the tour? Were you FaceTimers? Were you Texters? Mm. Yeah, Were and you I you Video a messaging? The mm-hmm. question
3: could be like How do you deal with long term relationships, even if it's temporary? For each of mm. you. A long, di-
0: Like long distance.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Did I, what did I say? <laughs> it's a long-term. <laughs> How do you deal with long-term relationships? <laughs> no, uh, sorry. I meant long distance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I think people
0: struggle with that. Yeah. Like long-distance
3: yeah. relationships are hard.
0: Yeah. Was it both of your first times ever being in a long-distance relationship? I think so. Or actually, no. had you done it before?
1: Yeah. Well, I had, I had to yeah, travel tripl- a lot for yeah, work. Yeah. Way. And then when I had finished – Getting my MBA, I had gone away for, like, three months for an internship. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So that was... And
3: you, like, when I met you, you were working in Portland, like, three or four days a week yeah. all the time. You flew. Yeah,
1: every week. I used to travel every week. So yeah. and I had a lot of practice. I Ooh,
3: like. Lots of, practi- <laughs> practice. You know, a lot of yeah. practice. And what's your main communication style when you're long
1: distance? Usually just texting. Really? And, like, yeah. maybe calling once a day or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But just, like, easy, quick, mm-hmm. you know?
2: I feel like we'd be end of day phone call uh just because during the day i'd either be working long hours and like the only time or actually no because like they would be if they weren't traveling they would be touring at night so it'd be really late phone calls for him and it'd be like very quick um but we're not good at like keeping conversations throughout the day because it's just like in order to uh, at a certain point it's just like let's just hop on the phone later this is like too much back and forth Uh especially when you're working
3: because you like You can't have your phone out at work all the time. Yeah, it's just like unprofessional. (laughs) But there are some people who sit at a computer all the time, so texting is no problem, but Mm. have it out on their laptop and stuff. But yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: We had a lot of practice. We had a full year of practice. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So I was kind of like, and even before that year of practice, when Keith and I actually first started dating and I was still in college, not that it was long distance, but it was two hours away, and Keith was touring with Mission Improbable. So he was never that man is always around. touring. He's touring. He's a tour yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. Tour baby. He's a tour baby. Doing, doing the stage. Loves to perform. Loves to perform. So we're just texters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always think of it in terms of when I'm going to see him next. Mm. So that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Like even right now, I was mm-hmm. like, well, Keith's going to be gone for a month and a half, but it's really only three weeks and then I'm going to go see him and then it's going to be like mm-hmm. three more weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's going to come back and then leave for a couple days and then come <laughs> back and then leave for a couple days. <laughs> <So>
2: it's, broken <laughs> it's broken up.
1: It's broken up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: But you're right. It is like if you're bookmarking all the times you will
0: see him. Yeah. Focusing on that gives mm-hmm. you like a countdown. Mm-hmm. I really feel for people who are in long distance relationships who don't know when it's gonna end like yeah. for me that would not be sustainable mm-hmm. i couldn't i couldn't have Forever. a yeah. question mark yeah. yeah
1: yeah what was your because did you see any of the shows with the pyrotechnics Ooh. i didn't get to see I any did of with them you did oh my god in philly <laughs> yes yes
0: matt has a friend named dorian shout out to shout out. dorian um she is Try Guys fan that will give us Super any fan. information she's that's happening on the internet. She's, the best. Ooh, she's yeah. a sleuth.
1: If you need to know something about someone, she'll find them on the Do internet. Do you want to yeah. ask her
0: about the
3: Vanderpump sitch?
1: No, well, she only knows about Try Guys.
2: Oh, oh, she's Try Guys specific. I thought she
3: was like just the greatest internet
1: sleuth she is. She, of our she'll generation. She'll She is. Yeah. Should I
0: tell a story about how I doxed Eugene or no?
1: <laughs> and Dorian? Sure. <laughs>
0: This one time, Matt and I were sitting right. on the couch, and I took a really cute uh, picture of Matt, and I posted it. I never it. told
1: Eugene the stories. Oops. <laughs> You're oh, outing okay. yourself.
0: It's we'll okay. Still he, won't it mad. Mad. he won't
1: be mad. won't be mad. It was a I long time ago. Once. Yeah, it was a long time
0: ago. It was a long time ago. But um, he was holding Pesto and k- Bob, and just in the middle of the screen, giant and perfectly clear was their phone number. <laughs> no but the way it relates to Dorian Dorian <laughs> texted Matt. Like right <laughs> away. Yeah, she was right like, away. um you just dropped Eugene's phone. Phone. Because Matt also reposted the picture. Oh my god, both of you.
1: <laughs> you know I love a regram. It was I can't, I can't you were
3: so for a while funny. you only regrammed. I mean What do you mean a while? It's still happening. Cram-
1: <laughs> <laughs> if they're tagging you, they're wanting you to regram it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh Matt, I always look at Matt's Instagram and he's I'm like, the rest of us are just doing the legwork.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're tagging me, you're asking me to, to regram it. I feel like re-gram. that was the unspoken <laughs> rule. <laughs>
2: You're not um, wrong. He says yes to everything. But
0: yes, Dorian was at the show that I went to yeah. that had pyrotechnics. And Maggie, we I went to the well? Philly show. Uh, and they actually um, had a little fire after the show. <laughs> a little fire? A little fire after the show. Oh, yeah. that's the one where something caught on fire? Yeah, something caught on fire. And Dorian was like, what's that? And we were all like, fire! Ah!
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Dorian's but, coming yeah. with me to see show in New York.
0: Oh, Shout out to Dorian. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Doria. love love but yeah the pyrotechnics were really cool but also did not happen at every
1: now there are only a couple juncture so I never I saw them I can't remember which
2: yeah. other ones had it I think LA like, had it New York
1: because it was LA so expensive to do it because you I have to get like it. extra insurance and all this yeah. stuff and you, you have to the get only- the fire marshal to come in yeah, yeah.
2: and they do a test it,
3: trust me I was just trying to roll on something with a fire on a sound stage it's very
2: expensive yeah. Yeah.
3: and I wasn't even paying for the fire the fire came with. I just the stole the naturally. stuff around the fire was so yeah, expensive. Yeah. I was like,
2: no, there are better ways to use thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah. new appreciation for fire at concerts. <laughs> yeah, we see you. Oh, and lasers. And lasers. We mm-hmm. oh, yeah. love a laser That's operator. Crazy.
0: Do you guys remember, like, when you first saw the show, or as the show was going on? Was there any
2: part that you were always like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> like, wow! All like, of it! Yeah, <laughs> it was such a... I don't know." I may be biased, but the (laughs) fact that the boys, they're multi-hyphenates, like not all YouTubers, TikTokers, I don't know. I just, I have so much love and adoration for all of them and I think they're all so talented and to see them on a video medium, to being able to perform and just command a stage like that, I just had so much awe and respect for them. Yeah. I know that you can easily edit and like sift together a video in your own format, whatever, whatever. But to see them on stage, I was just so, wow. Wow.
1: Yeah. To me, it was just like so professional. I mean, maybe because I had seen it after they had done a lot of it. But it was just so professional. You know what I mean? (laughs) Which was.
2: They had costumes. Really cool. Yeah. Like it was like everything was there and everything
1: like fit perfectly and was like everything was so smooth. And it was just like so professional. I was like, wow. Yeah. They like really did it.
0: I think mine was, I I mean, all of it was beautiful. Yes, I'm going to echo everything. Everybody was beautiful. (laughs) Everyone's a special angel. But Eugene's (laughs) part, every time I saw it, I was like more in awe of what he was doing. And like the way he curated the music was very like to make it very emotional Mm -hmm. and just to look around the audience and see all the kids that related to it Mm -hmm. or felt seen by it i it always like it makes me want to cry now i'm like it was Mm -hmm. so beautiful Mm -hmm. because i've said this to matt before that i know on tour people would give when they met the guys would lay a lot of heavy stuff on them in very short amounts of time um and i always felt like eugene Mm -hmm. got the biggest brunt of that because of how many people feel seen and heard and Mm -hmm. um how many people he's like helped sort mm-hmm. of express totally. themselves for who they are. Yeah. Right. So like when you're sitting there in a big crowd and you see like a kid next to you that's got like rainbow hair and is crying and like vibing and just like loving life. And then like their parents sitting next to them. It's just mm-hmm. like, Yeah, so I just loved it every time it got to that part. I almost liked watching the people in the audience just as <laughs> much yes. as I liked yes. watching Eugene perform. Yes. That and really that's special.
3: just such an indication of the kind of space they've carved out on the internet mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they got to meet a lot of fans. A lot of tour. fans. Like, so, so many fans. So they got to hear so many stories and,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, mm-hmm. see why people like them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was also a good like morale boost for them.
3: Yeah, I think it was kind of oh, pivotal yeah. for you know? them because. Yeah. The doc goes into this a little bit, but like people don't hear that you're a YouTuber and think that sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Like in a lot of ways, and maybe that's just an indication of being in coastal cities, like in New York and in L.A., people are like, you know, our friends, a lot of my friends make TV shows and films and Mm. YouTube doesn't sound like meaningful. And I think the boys grappled with some of that, too. You know, they Mm -hmm. wanted to make a Food Network show because... Having the resume of traditional media of what we grew up with felt like an important thing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when they went on tour and they could actually meet the people who are watching their videos and see the space they've created on the internet for people to relate to or find authenticity and sincerity, it all became like,
0: So much more meaningful, you know. Mm -hmm. And the internet is a volatile place, right? Like Mm -hmm. there are wonderful parts of it, there (laughs) are horrible parts of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So sometimes, I think we can all relate in this room. The one really mean comment sticks with you more than a hundred really nice comments. So sometimes, when you're seeing a whole group of people, even though, yes, that whole group of people in the audience was less people than like watched one video right. sure. seeing all those people be supportive and kind and uplifting and just love and life kind of helps you forget about some of those
1: mm-hmm. meaner yeah.
0: moments that can tend to pop up and occupy your brain mm-hmm. for good or bad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: definitely I mean I thought you were gonna say your favorite part of the show Becky was me
0: yeah well, I mean, it always is. Me. Um, I would say the
1: screams. I mean, my picture that, was in there, you The know? screams
0: that came. I got, pic-
1: I got screams. When
0: Matt, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't get scouted. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the screams uh, that came when sweet Matt's face popped up. I know.
2: People were just uh, like. Blah! They went <laughs> it was funny. It
1: was funny. bonkers for this yeah. hottie.
2: Yeah. I would premature <laughs> scream sometimes because I knew it was coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'd be like, get ready. Yeah. For the audience, I guess we can explain. So there funny. was like a little slideshow like moments. And I think the lyrics are, yeah, boyfriend, your, your boyfriend. girlfriend, your boyfriend. And it's a photo yeah. of Matt. Yeah. And yeah. the audience would go buck wild. And I think that was one of the first times that, yeah. uh, we addressed your existence. I know, right? <laughs> you didn't exist before that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. It's in your Ray imagination.
3: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Our imaginary friend Matt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I think, did you get soft launched then on Instagram?
2: That was
3: a, that
1: was yeah. a soft awesome launch. You yeah. jo-
0: Matthew Joseph McLean. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's when I got the Insta. What was your favorite experience related to the tour? Because you got to travel, we got to do fun oh, stuff. Yeah.
3: You guys mm-hmm. all went to Australia.
1: We went we literally went to Asia for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was so cool. So I think was that your was favorite my part? favorite part was yeah. getting
0: to go to Singapore.
1: Yeah. Because
0: Keith and I had never been out of the country before. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got passports. <laughs> that
1: was oh my gosh, very cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but I feel like even when we were in Australia, they were still working because they had That's a tour true. show to do and then they did the um VidCon that was out there. So I feel like once we got to Singapore, that was when everyone kind of like relaxed yeah and was like okay we have a show to do here it's gonna be really great but we also were able to like go out and Mm -hmm. eat and eat way too much food at the hawker centers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like just kind of chill as opposed to being like super work focused
3: yeah Mm -hmm. do you guys have highlights from singapore i think it was just
0: eating food
2: the food the hawker
0: centers were just so good and keith and i were very lucky that mike chen was there one day And I was like sick by the end of Singapore because I had gone, I think right before that is when we had gone vegan for the book.
3: Mm. And we
0: had kind of continued that onward a little bit and definitely like cook more plant-based at home now. But I was not used to eating that much meat. Mm. So I was just like, by the last day, yeah. yeah, I was really nauseous. But then Keith was like, well... Mike Chen's here and he's (laughs) going to take us to a hawker center. And he's been there like a billion times. Uh And he also told us some like interesting history about how Mm -hmm. the hawker stalls that are there, a lot of the younger generations don't want to take over the hawker stands. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't want to do what their parents did, which is totally understandable. But it's such a huge part of the culture there that in 10, 15 years, like a lot of those places might not be there. And when he said that, I was like, okay, I got to go. I got to go, I (laughs) I got to eat more, I got to eat more, and uh, I mean, everything he gave us was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Delicious.
1: Delicious. Delicious. Well, when we were in Australia, we got to, we were there for like a week, right? We were there for Mm -hmm. kind of a while. So they were working, but we weren't working.
0: What were
3: you doing? We were on vacation. (laughs) We got to (laughs) When they went off to work in the morning, what did you
1: guys do? We got to like, you know, just trips around Melbourne and like go to different spots Mm -hmm. and did you beach? Absorb did you coffee
3: shop? Did you? It was
1: like winter there. It was, it was, like it was really cold. cold. Yeah. Um, okay. But definitely waters. coffee shops. Mm-hmm. Got to like see different parts of the city, lots mm-hmm. of like walking, just like absorb the energy.
0: Yeah. We did that one tour that was really nice. We got to go to one of the beaches, even though it was cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. And walk around a garden. Yeah, mm-hmm. in Sydney. And just beautiful. when
1: I had studied abroad in Europe, like a lot of Australians go there. So I actually mm-hmm. got to see some of my friends that I had met like forever mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. in Sydney when we went. So that's that was cool. cool. Yeah. But it's so far. It's so far to get there. So so far. Far. How long is the flight? Uh, S- like 16 hours? Like something? forever. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. far. It was long.
0: Our flight that we were on left at like 1130 at night. Uh-huh. And we we're like, that'll be fine. We'll sleep, whatever. We had a couple drinks before. Had a couple drinks when we got on the plane. Uh-huh. Flew for two hours and then the plane had to turn around and go back to LA <gasps> because there was an issue with some cooling unit. No, And I also learned that's where they dump um the gas out of the plane cuz you can't land too heavy and i asked the pilot i was like is that like bad for the environment he's like i mean it's worse for us to land too heavy if you know what i mean and i was like <laughs> oh my i was gosh. like okay so our trip because of that 2 hour delay and going back...
3: Wait, so you went two hours out and two hours back. Two hours so back. So four, four hour hours delay for nothing.
0: Yeah. On that the flight. And the flight staff can't work that long on... It's like a 16, 17 hour flight. So they would be working like almost 24 hours and that's not okay.
2: Yeah. So
0: we were originally going to get rerouted to a different part of Australia. No, no, no. And then take another plane, which thankfully did not happen. They no, were able to work fun. it out so that people got their breaks. Whoa. But we were... I had never experienced jet lag before. At, uh, we'll that do my it. first jet lag.
3: <laughs> okay, wait. So eleven thirty, twelve thirty, one thirty, two thirty, three thirty. So you get mm-hmm. back to LAX at like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. You have to get
0: off the plane. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't get off the plane, which was nice. They were able to fix everything while we were still on it.
3: Isn't mm-hmm. that even nice? I would have been irate. You're like halfway through the night and You're like you've gone nowhere. Yeah. I definitely felt you ill because <laughs>
0: yeah. it was so late and like. I definitely wouldn't have had that extra glass of champagne hey, had no. I known.
2: Why didn't yeah. why couldn't they land at another domestic airport? Domestic airport. That's crazy. Anyway, moving on. There
0: was no domestic airport. You start going over the ocean.
2: Oh, oh, you're
1: right. Right. oh. <laughs>
0: we gotta stop I in Hawaii. Yeah, I
1: know.
0: We gotta stop in Hawaii to get our
3: landing to, are we we to land new trip in Fiji,
1: you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Are we on the East Coast? Go to North Carolina. No, you go the other way. Right, right, right. Um But yeah, that jet lag was crazy. My
1: jet lag is always worse. Going east.
3: Yes. Becky, that sounds like a nightmare.
0: It was awful. I did not I'm enjoy not
3: it. getting over You're it. Like it I'm never did leaving the it. country again. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was
0: also, like, I was really excited because it was the first time I'd ever flown because thanks, VidCon, they paid for the seats, uh-huh. was business class. Oh, yeah. And I had never flown that way before. Yeah. And I was like, oh.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Nice. I mean. I thought it was great. It's nice.
0: What was your favorite part of, like, going to Australia and Singapore Mags?
2: We was Matt, Eugene, and Zach and I went to New Zealand before, and I thought that was, was cool. beautiful. I don't know what I was expecting New Zealand to look like, but it completely just shocked me. How beautiful, how green, how snowy, how coastal. We just saw so many different terrains within, like, two different cities. mm mm-hmm um did you feel like you were in lord of the rings i did we didn't (laughs) even get to do the lord of the rings tour because we (laughs) didn't have enough days but it was enough to wow me i'd go back if it wasn't so far and expensive (laughs) but it's beautiful i'd like to explore different parts of australia as well but it really floored me it was really cool um i do remember do you remember that jet boat that we took that like the British royalty also had photos of, and it was raining that day. And me, you, Eugene, and Zach, Zach, and I looked at each other. And we're like, "Are we going to go oh on God. this jet boat in the rain?" And <laughs> Eugene yes. and Matt both had like sunglasses and like a hooded cap. Like Maggie had no sunglasses her jacket was not waterproof and it didn't have a hood and i just remember being like darted with uh, rain the entire time so Matt was like, like screaming so you loved it i hated it and matt bought the photo i was like look
1: yeah, at this photo well cuz it's like you're in this like canyon and it's like this like little motorboat that like zooms you through the canyon like like fast a, like and a ride Whoa, like a ride yeah. type thing it so only lasted like 20 minutes maybe it was for a the long ride. 20 minutes but <laughs> it was you pelted in the face it was definitely raining you know so when you're going <laughs> yeah. fast the rain feels like Harder. pellets on your face you know and we you were like the only hard?
2: people in the boat and i think it was like a 20 person uh, like occupancy and i was yeah. like guys
1: we did that and then we went to this beautiful spa afterward and like yeah. did hot tubs Ooh. Which was you know, looking earned. over like yeah the beautiful views oh
2: that's nice you
0: know? yeah
1: to make up okay, for it. I'm back
2: in. I'm back, <laughs> yeah,
1: in. back in. I'm to ready. To make up for it, you know,
0: all the
2: boys were like covered, and I was just like, complete, like just my shirt at my um at my forehead, just so upset. Maggie saw none of the canyon. <laughs> I saw nothing, and Zach was like, "This is so cool." I'm like, "I'm so glad you have glasses." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the we menu. did that, and we did the glacier, which that <gasps> was also really crazy. Ooh,
2: glacier.
1: Talk about feeling like you're gonna crash because yeah. you're like in this little teeny tiny helicopter. And you go up and they're, like, oh, going out. through yeah. all, like, the mountains, like, so close. Like, it also felt like a roller coaster, ride. And then you land, like, at the very top on this glacier where you have, like, 360 views. I mean, yeah. it was really cool. Mm-hmm. but
2: And it rains, like, really 70% of the year. So sometimes weather conditions aren't yeah. in your favor. And we were only there for, like, three days. So we got a call, I think, the day we landed. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, it's going to rain tomorrow. Would you guys like to come today? So we, like, dropped our bags yeah, and we, like, like, like sure. made it happen. We're, like, let's go. Yeah. What was the name of the national park that we went to after the glacier?
1: Milford Sound. Milford Sound. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, which was really Milford cool.
2: Sound. Is that a music yeah. festival? Are you thinking about Mumford and Sons? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I'm going Google
2: it.
0: I thought there's a music festival that something sounds. Um,
1: I mean, that sounds like a music festival.
0: Yes, it does. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. The other thing that we didn't do, which now like is kind of crazy, was there's they do a lot of volcano stuff there. You Ooh. can go trek to the volcano. Are they active? But one was active and all these people <gasps> got really hurt, injured and no. died. Because it was like the volcano erupted, but it wasn't lava. It was all steam.
0: <gasps> I watched that documentary. So they were like steamed. Yeah. Yes. What about steamed? the couple? They got steamed. No, it, like was the, it was about was like all the people that were on there. there. Oh, no. Ooh. It was really scary. That's and crazy. there was one guy. I remember he had a helicopter and his helicopter was like destroyed. Yeah. But he had the forethought to jump in the water. Oh, Mm-hmm. And so the steam yeah. didn't get. He just held his breath for like a bajillion as long as he could. Things, yeah. But it was there's a yeah. documentary on Netflix about it.
2: I forget it was called. Oh my I gosh. But
0: it was honestly it was so sad because like one of the boys in it, his entire family died. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I was like, oh god, nature is, scary. nature is so unpredictable. Scary. You never yeah, know unpredictable.
2: Yeah. Woo.
1: And it's <laughs> like one of the, that was like one of the main tourist attractions to go do is go see like the volcanoes. Volcanoes so. and yeah. bungee jumping.
2: Was like oh a God. big one. I will never <gasps> do a bunch of things that oh. is so scary. I know. Yeah, I can't imagine Asking what to crack that your does. head on
1: the pavement like an egg. Ugh.
2: I just, I feel <laughs> like, like an, it's an egg. Like seriously
1: like the visual I have.
2: The just way watching your someone's body, spine. I was yeah. just like, Zach will not be doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Zach not. Zach
0: would break midair.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Zach, Zach would snap apart. He'd become really long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like a stretch A like like noodle. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He'd be noodles. Or a slinky
0: dog. You know. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Um, what would you guys think if the boys went
2: on another tour? Where would we where would we want them to go? Or no, what would you like, think? What would
0: you think of it if if oh. Zach or Eugene came oh up gosh. to and Rachel, like oh. question for you as well. If they came She's up like to you and they were <laughs> like, Yeah, we want to do another tour, Rach. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. What tour are they gonna do in this instance?
0: Who knows? A, mm. a
3: live musical tour again?
0: Who knows? Mm. Whatever their heart desires, Rachel. You know. <laughs> I know.
3: I do know. Um <laughs> anything know. goes with those boys. We can talk about it. Yeah. Where are we going? Can we go to Paris?
1: That's what I was gonna say. Ooh. We didn't Frost. like somewhere like maybe Europe would be. Yeah, great. can we do a
0: European tour? Okay, so you want more of the destination tours? <laughs> yeah, I love
1: the destination tours.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's do anything organized. Let's do it. Think, let's do okay, it. here you
2: go. I'll get on the group <laughs> chat. <laughs> What would I think? Yeah, if Zach was like, I want to go on another tour. (laughs) I feel like I am supportive. Zach doesn't need to ask permission. He can do whatever Uh. his little butt wants. (laughs) I know there will be... I mean, if it's not touring, it's something else, I'm sure. (laughs) That's
1: true. true. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: He finagles his way. There's always more. Mm -hmm. More is more. More
1: is more. is more.
3: Is there any part of you guys that... Wishes you would have gone on tour with them. That wasn't an option. There's not mm-hmm. enough space for yeah. everyone. But um is there any part of you that was like, oh, that would have been fun?
1: To be like a groupie?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: following on that tour. The whole time. Yeah.
0: To be a band aid. A band aid. <laughs> We'd have like our own little. For all you young kids listening, that's yeah. an almost famous reference. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, you oh could. God, yeah. You know, you can move the speakers. You could carry the costumes in and out. I don't know. Do you just wish you had been Those able to stinky go? Stinky
2: cons costumes.
1: No.
0: Okay. <laughs> no explanation.
1: <laughs> I wish I could have seen more of the shows. Cause I only saw mm-hmm. two of them, but I wouldn't want to, have to be part of the whole thing the whole time. That's very tiring. Like. Yeah. And like they would like go to sleep in one city, wake up in another, do it again. So it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, they didn't really get to enjoy the destinations and the stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, it's really all about the performance is what they're there for. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. They basically sleep right? all day because they'd be traveling overnight, wake up in a new city. I think they would like wake up c- closer to 10 and then they would like kind of prep the entire day and then working would start whenever the show started, which would, I think it was like closer to seven and then they just do it over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was crazy i would only go if we had kids mm-hmm. i
0: wouldn't go by myself mm-hmm. i was like but if we had a family like i know hansen takes their family everywhere oh well mm-hmm. <laughs> but like if you Is have hansen the means, still touring yeah you leave them alone <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are
0: i think so they did a tour i don't yeah. know hansen told keith this they did a video oh okay i uh, did a video with okay, yeah, hansen yeah <laughs> oh right but yeah, if I had a family, I would go on tour just because... I'd be like, these kids need a father. Let's go. Yeah. Do I you
1: went wish, on one Lou Burger? Do, do you wish you could have gone on the last tour? Because you were on maternity leave last time. So. I on maternity, maternity leave. leave. So if you didn't have kids... Would you be sleeping on that bus? Would you have been on that tour? Would
0: you have been
3: on that Would bus? you have been on the
1: tour? <gasps> would you have been in that fifth bed on the bus?
3: Bunking? <laughs> I don't know. At one point um, before the tour, it was just mentioned um, by someone like, wow, it would really be ideal for you and Watson to shoot the documentary so you could kind of come on Mm. tour and direct it and he Mm -hmm. could shoot it and that would have like been really great. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, that does seem like a good duo and a lot of fun. Oh,
0: 100%.
3: And then I was like, we no. would watch the babies. <laughs> the babies were like... They were like a week old. Yeah. <laughs> they were like three months old and there were two of them. We'll it's like, not You
0: happening. can eat hot dogs, right? <laughs> <laughs> you want a smoothie? Mac and, and cheese. Pecky. Yeah, you want That's a smoothie? That's what kids like, right? Mac and cheese? <laughs> they were three months old. The green juice, Poppy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: babies like Pyro. <laughs> yeah. They could have run sound.
3: Nice. <laughs> um... Yeah, so it just wasn't going to happen. But I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, if this had been last summer, that would have been really cool. Mm. If they go on a tour again, I. I don't yeah, know. what if it's this summer, right? It's not this <gasps> summer, guys. It's not this summer. Are you, sure? this summer. Are you trying Are you to sure? plan something,
1: Becky? It's not this I'm summer.
3: I'm 100% sure. I but plan let's say out they asked the year you at the top of the year, it's not
0: this summer. Let's say they asked you. Yeah,
1: let's check that let tomorrow video. Let's it's check that tomorrow. This is <laughs> fake. This is
0: fantasy land. Don't spread misinformation on the internet. But let's say they asked you, would you go? This summer and sleep. Really, I want to know if you would sleep on the tour bus.
3: Well, at this point, <laughs> how long are we going for? I don't know, but we're in fantasy land, so we could do whatever we want. Okay. <laughs> if we're going on a European tour, yeah, <laughs> Watson can shoot it. June and Poppy are coming. We all yeah. got to go. If I'm going, like when we do- Put those
1: kids to work.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Start their Kugan They're accounts. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Kugan 20. account but for um, like tech kids? <laughs> What's a what? Like a, a you know the Coogan a Kugan fund? It's when you have like a child actor. Oh. It's the percentage that goes into their fund. But what's oh. that for? Like mm. an underage teenage worker that's running sound? I don't know.
3: <laughs> the Nepo babies June and Poppy <laughs> <laughs> will make their. <laughs> will make their <laughs>
0: I'll um, Google.
3: <laughs> but if we were just going for two weeks or three weeks, I would be like, oh, how great! I can just focus <clears throat> on work for a minute mm-hmm. and not. Lived the duality that is being a working parent, mm-hmm. um, which is really nice. Like when we did the Food Network show, we were only gone out of California for like I don't know, like 12 days or something, 14 days. And yeah, yeah I just went,
0: yeah. yeah, it's easier when it's like it's a shorter nice,
3: but if we were time. going for like two months or something, yeah, I'm hauling the crew, we're yeah, crew.
0: The whole crew, they're gonna be
2: the, the new whole crew.
3: crew. The whole crew, well, there are two parts to that. One, I'm not just I'm not going to leave June and Poppy for months at a time. It's Mm -hmm. just not going to happen. And two, they're little and adaptable enough to have like experiences like that. Like it's no big deal to pull them out of preschool or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, How fun.
0: Also, when do kids remember things? Like would they remember? Are they the remembering age?
3: The going phrase, which comforts a lot of parents is they don't remember anything before five. And we're all like, "Phew!" I'm sure some people have Uh, memories before five. (laughs) (laughs) Down (laughs) off in the comments.
1: What have you done you that you don't want them to remember, did. Rachel?
3: Um, lots of things. Like, as you're a new parent, <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, am I fucking you up? <laughs> I hope not, but you won't remember. Never. Okay. They'll forget. Um, mm. But, you know, they're getting to a memory age. And I think if you tell them stories, they remember that, right? So yeah. I'll be like, when you came to Europe <laughs> and you ate Nutella crepes, you had the best time, you know. <laughs>
1: It's I your the- favorite food. <laughs> you love <it>. <laughs> For your birthday, we're going to give you your favorite food.
3: Yeah. Carrots.
1: <laughs> carrots. 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 Carrots.
3: French um, cam. I don't know why I sounded creepy there. But like <laughs> if you tell them stories about it, they'll remember it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally.
3: Okay,
0: so Zach, Keith, Eugene, when's our European tour with the babies? Yeah. yeah. When are we going? Where are we going? Let us know. Um, Sound off in the comments What other videos you want us to tell you about the BTS Mm -hmm. We touched on it a little bit But Eugene's coming out video Mm -hmm. There's a secret girlfriend Who is now a not so secret wife (laughs) What was going on A senora Yeah what was going on in our lives At that time that you guys would want to know about And what Um, videos you want us to look back on What are some of your favorite videos Yeah, We have our personal favorites Sound off in the comments Sound off but for now, make sure you're washing your hands, getting vaccinated for everything you need to be vaccinated for, being nice to people, tipping your servers, um, peeing after sex, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Thanks yeah. for sitting out with us. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.